New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. It is Thursday, which means it is the crew of Katie's Lakeview this afternoon, 515 Harrison Avenue is where we are. The lunch crowd filing in. Smells delicious in here. Come on by, have a little lunch. Chef Scotty will stop on by. We'll hear from him. And, of course, your phone calls on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline, which is just down the street on Harrison. Once you go past West End, it's West Harrison. It's right there, literally, like three buildings to your left. If we're going back towards Metairie. Uh, on West Harrison. That is where Dr. Josh Roulette is. Don't forget, mention the show for any of the services at Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and also Lakeview Massage and Therapy. If you do that, 10% off. Just by mentioning the show's name, my name, you heard it on the show, however you want to go about it, uh, they'll take care of you, okay? So go ahead and do that as well. Stop on by, have a little lunch with here as well. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation. Your guest list, and then we will get into a lot of topics and your phone calls. At 12.15, Andrew Lopez covers the Pelicans for ESPN and the NBA. We'll chat with him about last night's big win. Chris Blair, voice of the LSU Tigers, about the SEC championship game. He's at 12.30. At 1.15, the voice of the Green Wave, Corey Glore. He will help us preview the American Athletic Conference Championship. Ben Heisler joins us on Thursdays at 1.30. And he was going to join us yesterday. Had to do a little something with his uh, his kid. And he's going to join us today. Eric Alexander, former national champ, former world champ with the Patriots and Tigers. Going to join us at 2.30. So that's your guest list everywhere around. Other than that, feel free. Give us a buzz. Buddy, we'll take your phone calls over in the LaRue Studios on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. I have got to get into, to me, the topic of the day for sure, and it is a big topic, and it's a big take for me that I took out of that game. I want to know if you agree with me or not. First and foremost, Pelicans won. Zion ripped it down, his sixth board. Now splits three defenders, drives in, lay it in! Big Z! Take them all on! They won 126-108 in a game in which they put up 74 first-half points, built a 31-point lead, saw it go down to 11. First and foremost, Toronto's a good basketball team. As Graf said in Pelican's warm-up, throw away the record. Don't look at their nine losses. That That's a good team. And you saw it immediately when the game first started. They were up like 9-2. Siakam couldn't be stopped. You'll hear from Willie Green on the adjustment they made immediately, though. But then uh, then Zion started being Zion. And you got an indication early that he was playing in a different level. This tied the game. Now Zion, oh, he just blew right through Barnes and Young and powered it down with a thunder dunk with his left hand. Yep. And you saw the spring, the speed, the quickness. You also saw defense last now night. Now Valanciunas on the switch. Bounce feet down low, deflected by Trey and stolen by Zion. Head of steam, blows by everybody. Throw it down, Zion. Zion's got an extra pep in his step tonight. He just turned the Jets on. They cannot stop him. So I mentioned the game got down to an 11-point Pelicans lead. And I labeled it literally, Zion says bleep this. You can fill in the blank what that means. Because he then made sure the team didn't lose in a manner, though, that I think was different. That I hadn't seen. That I'll explain after you hear. Zion doubled, spins out of it, drives in. Dunk it in! Smash it in. Now you got to get back. Ananobi, front court right. Steal Z. Front court. Drive. Lay it in. Siakam tried to foul him. They didn't call it. 
They did. Zion calling everybody up. Timeout, Nick Nurse. Zion with the flex. Walking off the court. In case of emergency, break glass and bring in number one. That was as astute of a call and description about that moment that I've heard Todd say. Because legitimately, again, that's what happened. The lead that was 31 got down to 11. Again, Toronto's a good team, and they were at full strength. No injuries, no nothing. Now, they did lose Van Fleet. Poor thing. He got ejected two techs early in the game. See ya. That's a them problem. But you were up 31, 74 points in the first half. That's a win. And that They looked impressive. Ball moving, Zion scoring, everything. By the way, they didn't have C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram again. Trey Murphy was de- just dealing. I'll get to the rookie in Dyson Daniels. But my goodness, that sequence. It started with the block, then the dunk, the steal, a dunk, timeout, ball game. I text Todd when that happened and we talked about it in the post game did we see and this is my question to you Pels fans today did we see in that sequence in that game this stretch so far are we starting to see what we had hoped for what what you want when you draft a player first overall sure the hype is there the name is there you see what they've done in college and all that but Becoming a superstar in the NBA, you have to be able to do certain things. The obvious. Do you look like one of the best players or the best player on the court? Can you on nights where it doesn't go for you, will yourself to make a difference in the game? Can you have games where you shoulder the load and say you're not losing? Leadership. All of these different aspects. I mean, you have a lot of good players, all-star caliber players. I'm talking superstars. I'm talking guys that when they show up or the game is coming up, that's who they go to, right? We've seen it for years here. You go watch Steph Curry. Clay Thompson had 50-something points the last I checked. He had like 31 or something in the first quarter, first half. I mean, superstars. Steph Curry, superstars. LeBron, superstars. I think we saw that first step yesterday. And I think we've been seeing it. We've heard him throughout the season of him talk about how they need to pick it up. They need to hold each other accountable. They need to play better. He's not happy after losses. You you heard him almost starting to take ownership of the team, starting to speak a little bit more about leading and, and and making sure that they don't lose. What I've loved about this brief little two-game homestand is the Pels have started out great. You remember Herb Jones talked about it in practice over the weekend. We played it back on Monday where he was saying, hey, you know, the way they showed up at Memphis, it's not going to happen anymore. I played the bite. Remember, it was Herb Jones talking about sense of urgency. The last two games in the first quarter, Pels showed you they were ready to play. And look, Monday was a different set of circumstances. Without those players, without Larry Nance, who played yesterday, Najee, CJBI, it was harder. But Zion and the team found their way to win. Yesterday, there was no question. There was, we're here to play. But what I'm talking about specifically was the beginning of that bite I just played. You heard Todd say it. And it's it, it's why I'm speaking the way I am, I think, about this right now. Listen to the very beginning. Zion doubled, spins out of it, drives in, dunk it in! That right there. That's a superstar play. It's easy on a transition fast break. Hey, alley-oop, you can dunk it, catch it on the baseline on the block, go up and do it. But here's the thing. I've kind of joked about it. I've called him the layup king. There was no layups yesterday. You saw him all the time. And that's what I've always said. If that guy just dunks the ball, no one's stopping him. No one. And you saw it yesterday. You've heard so many people refer to it. He looked springy. He was up. He was blocking shots. Do you see the stat line? Five assists, ten rebounds, four steals, two blocks, 33 points. But that play, that sequence, 
That's different. That was different. Again, the Raptors are a good team. He was blowing by them. But it was it was that mentality. They were trying to double him well away from the three-point arc, next to the scores table, baseline being a, an extra defender. He just spun. He saw it, and he decided, and he acted. And then on the left block, there's a Raptor there to block his shot, and he goes under it and goes up and then dunks it on double pump. I mean, I saw that play, and I can't stop looking at it. That's superstar stuff. That's Tatum. That's LeBron. That's Kobe. That's Ja. That's superstar stuff right there. Taking the game over. I got it. Both sides of the ball. That's why I'm I, I'm sitting here going, did we just see the very beginning stages of him transitioning to that? It's going to take a bit. you got to do it continuously. you got to do it against good teams, bad teams. The Spurs on Friday. Denver, and by the way, a game that's already sold out Sunday. 230 SKC against Jokic. Two-time back-to-back NBA MVP. That, 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 there's, there's more steps. I'm not ready to say that there. He's not the superstar. You, you gotta, gotta do that continuously. The postseason. Big games. National games. Games where everyone's off when you're off. But that's what's remarkable. And we're seeing that. He's had games earlier this season. Well, the shots couldn't go down, but he's still playing. He's still making an impact. But last night, that just looked different to me. That play looked different. That is superstar stuff right there. Willie Green after the game on Z. I told him tonight in the locker room that he was a monster. Uh, he carried us. He continued to make the right plays over and over again. Uh, when we needed a bucket, we put the ball in his hands and... You know, he got to the basket. He got to the free throw line. Um, he he was flying around on both ends of the floor. Uh, four steals, two blocks. Defensively, he's in the right spots. Um, just impressive. Impressive to see. No doubt. Gary, let me play one bite from Zion. I'll come to you, sir. But what I love about it, too, is you listened to him yesterday, and the guy spoke for 12 minutes afterwards. All about the team. All about the team. He was asked about shouldering the load. He's getting two, three guys thrown at him the entire time. I mean, when you have two players like that out, uh, you are going to see and feel a difference. Um, but I, I give Coach praise all the time on it. At the beginning of the season, beginning of training camp, the conditioning test wasn't nothing physical during training camp. It was just stay ready. If you stay ready, you won't have to get ready. So when your name is called in situations like this, I mean, Trey, Herb, Jose, especially Dyson, they, they've all stepped up. My bad, just got confirmation. Not a sellout just yet. Tickets going fast, though, likely to be by the time they tip it off. So if you want to go Sunday, the next home game, I would go get in, in wherever it is, the portal and stuff of that nature. Um, so we're trying to get an exact number of how many are left, but it, it's not many. I, I can promise you that as I'm trying to get that confirmation as we're playing some sound here. One more, uh, Gary, and I come to you. From a ball handling perspective, yes. Because, um, like I said, when you have players like CJ and B.I. out, uh, you just you got to pick up where they affect the game. And uh, I just want to thank Coach for trusting me to, to kind of be myself, um, you know, and the rest of the coaching staff and my teammates. If they don't trust me, then... It may look a little different for me. I love, too, how it's gone about it, Gary. He's bringing in from the West Bank and over in Algiers, man. He, he, he's gone about it by the process, right? Talks about the guys, trust about the guys, and then what he's talking about it, though. Trust. You have to earn that, you know? What do you think, Gary? He's maturing. He's maturing. He's maturing in front of everybody. That's what he's doing. And, and, and you know what? He's a superstar already, buddy. The man, it's nobody like the guy. Nobody can stop him. I'll tell you that right now. Nobody stops him. He puts his mind to it, and you're going to follow him, or he's going to, he's going to get the points. That's, that's the way he is. And he does it effortlessly. I mean, it's like second nature to him. It's amazing what happens when you're healthy, right? Because I, I found it interesting. You know, he, he talked about after last game to reflect on his 100th game. And he was asked, I believe, by Will Guillory, uh, it was the last question, what do you want in the next 100 games. Listen to his answer, Gary. Stay healthy. I mean, 
When I'm not able yep. to play the game I yep. love, that itself is sickening. That's what I love to do. I love playing the game of basketball. I love coming in this arena, seeing kids look up to me and thinking, man, I used to be that kid, looking up to other players. Uh, the fans showing a lot of love. My teammates just living my dream. So when I'm injured, I can't do that. So I guess that's the main thing for me, just stay healthy. It's refreshing, and it's not about stats or championships. Which obviously, that's what you want, but it, he, he understands it. I think he knows if he can stay healthy. Oh, the sky's the limit. And you know what? He He's also getting – he's uh, gelling with his teammates, and that's that's yeah. evident because uh, – and that that's what's helping him do it too, you know. But, no, he dude, we are very lucky to have that guy on our team because there's no limit to what he can do. Yeah. Uh, again, I, yesterday just – there were some plays yesterday. I'm like, man, that's so. That's what it's like to see Tatum and John, all those guys, night in and night out. You know, and and again, that's uh, it's special, man. Special. See, thank you, Gary, for the phone call, man. Appreciate it. All right, all right. Yeah, you have a good day, sir. On this Thursday, December first. That's right. We have turned the calendar to a brand new month. Andrew Lopez covers the Pels and the NBA for ESPN. He's next with his thoughts of what he saw last night on ESPN It's time to have fun, so come on in. Come on in and win. It's magic. Come and feel the magic. Cash magic. Great news for our video poker players. Cash Magic LaRose has reopened. Yes, Cash Magic LaRose is open and bigger and better than ever in our brand new casino right here in LaRose on Highway 308. So come on in and win. You'll always be a VIP Cash Magic. Gambling problem 877-770-STOP. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries will offer new and renewal commercial fishing licenses and boat registration transactions here in Berg for three days only, December 12th, 13th, and 14th at 468 Texas Gulf Road. Save yourself a trip to Baton Rouge. Bring your personal check, cashier's check, money order, or cash December 12th, 13th, or 14th here in Berg for the new or renewal of your commercial fishing license and boat registration. Get all the details at wlf.louisiana.gov or call 225-765-2898. If your business needs serious hustle, our internet has plenty. Switch to Rev Business All Fiber Internet with fiber optic velocity close to the speed of light. Sign up and get three months free and 30% off. Build your plan at letsrev.biz. Let's Rev. Whoever said you can't have it all, never had internet that could do it all. Switch to Rev. No contracts, no data caps, no nonsense. It's the high-speed internet you need. Build your plan at letsrev.com. Let's Rev. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview and West Harrison, Dr. Josh Roulette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information. Educate yourself on your body and let us get you back to balance. What would you say you do here? Sports. sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. We are live at Katie's. Nope. Francesca by uh, Katie's. Uh, close enough. It's a Katie's. It's family. Yeah, it's the Katie's Thursday, Thursday. Crew of Katie's. Crew of Katie's. Crew That's of what Katie's. it is. Andrew Lopez. I, I, I can't stop thinking of the plays, the problem. You cover the NBA and the Pelicans for ESPN. How are you this afternoon, sir? Uh, I'm good. Uh, being a Katie's offense, that sounds like it's a uh, very good good option right now for a, a post-practice lunch. You know, I, I was just talking about it in the opening segment that yesterday looked different. And, and what I mean by that is, look, I, I know he's a good player, and I know there's the hype and the hope. But, Andrew, I'll ask you the question. Did we yesterday see that first step of him being, quote-unquote, the superstar, like, for real? In terms of that 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 sequence that you even tweeted about, the block, the dunk, the spin out of the double team, the double pump, this, I mean... That sequence, when that lead dwindled to 11, he said, bleep it. 
I'm, I'm going to win this game. Like, that's what superstars do, right? That's what Tatum does, LeBron, and those people. That's, that's the exact thing that, that Willie Green said. Willie Green said, that is what, um, that's what great players do. They win in those types of situations and they, they, they come out and look, it was, I've, I've seen some people try to, oh, well, they were still up 11 when he did it. it, it it's okay. But the, the, the bottom line is the lead was 31 and it dropped all the way down to 11. Something needed to be done. Like it was, Still five and a half minutes in that game. That was a very winnable game uh, for the Toronto Raptors at that part, uh, at that point when it shouldn't have been. And I think what we have seen, honestly, is uh, you saw it in that sequence, but these last five games for him, ever since he's come back from that right foot contusion, um, he has seemed to me like a like a different guy on that side of the floor, on the defensive side of the floor. Um, San Antonio, the first time, like his activity on that side was was fantastic. Uh, these last few games in, in New Orleans have been good. He just he looks like a different player right now to me. Um, and and you're starting to see, uh, you know, him take over games when needed to. And I think that's kind of the the, the big thing. And I think. You know, if he can do it on both ends of the floor, that's exactly what this team has uh, has been waiting for. Four steals, two blocks to go with the 33 points. So that's one aspect of the game last night. They put up 74 in the first half without CJ, without Brandon Ingram. Najee didn't play. Larry Nance did. But, man, I, I guess the, the second topic, is it's Trey Murphy. 26 points for him, what, three straight games? Uh, 20 more yeah. points, five boards and assists, the block, the steal. He is really kind of um, playing the way that I, you and I even talked about that. We saw the glimpse. And, and Summer League were like, man, if that guy can play like that, watch out. And he's a huge element of this team right now. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think on, on most other NBA teams, he's probably started, right? I mean, I think the way he's playing right now. Um it's hard to find him, I think, a, a starting spot here, uh, unless you can just take Herb out of the lineup. Um, he he has excelled when he's been in the starting lineup. He's excelled as when he hasn't been. He plays great around Zion. Um, you know, when you have a guy who can shoot it consistently from 28, 29, 30 feet the way he does around Zion, and I mean, and Z's there for, you know, Z's there for a reason. I mean, he's going to be trying to get into the lane, trying to to get to the goal. If you're going to help even just a little bit off of Trey Murphy, Trey's going to make you pay, and that's kind of the ideal situation, the ideal setup around Z. And we've seen it the last three games; he, he's kind of made people pay. So, um, look, I'll tell you what. Between everybody, you mentioned no, no, no Brandon, no CJ, no Dodgy. You still had a solid rotation last night uh, for Willie Green. When this team is completely healthy, Willie Green has some very tough decisions uh, coming up, especially considering your rookie just put up 14, 9, and 8, and Dyson Daniels at 19 years old. Um, you're going to have some really tough decisions to make when it comes to rotation. Andrew Lopez covers the Pelicans and NBA for ESPN. Underscore Andrew underscore Lopez, the way to follow over on Twitter. We're live over at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria. Chef Scotty, got a question for Andrew? Yeah, man. Andrew, how are you? Doing good, uh, man. Dyson Daniels. I mean, this kid is playing ball. I mean, these guys are, you know, this team is so deep. But you've got a kid like him. I mean, what kind of future does he have? He almost had a triple-double. Ah, yeah. That's crazy. It, it, I think I looked it up last night, and the 14-9-8 the and eight shot line as a 19-year-old had only been done by maybe like 10 players in NBA history. Um, I mean, he's just, he's just doing things that an 18-, 19-year-old are just not supposed to do, right? I mean, um, and he's, he's so calm. And I remember... I did a sit down with him for ESPN Australia, uh, and I, I asked him about 
the one hiccup that he's had this season has been the, the two free throws at the end of the Laker game. Um, outside of that, he, he's been pretty good. And he's like, look, it's a learning experience. And then he, he, I asked, I was like, a couple of games later, the Houston Rockets, um, after Jose got tossed out of the game, they were allowed to pick somebody to come off the bench to shoot free throws. And they picked him uh, because of that. No, no, not as much pressure. Obviously, the game's down the line, but. He comes in, he knocks down two free throws, and he's like, I was glad they picked me. I was happy they picked me. That's the kind of mentality you want in a kid. And we, we hear it all the time from Willie. Um, he's got the same kind of mentality as Herb Jones. Uh, and he's five years younger, and he's doing some of the same things, which, uh, you know, Trey Murphy's talked about it the last couple of nights. He goes, playing defense in the NBA is hard as a rookie. Herb aside, and Dyson's doing the same stuff. It's, you know, uh, and we haven't even started to talk about how he has controlled the team, got into offensive sets, knows when to get him in the right place. Just been a a, a good uh, chance for him to kind of take advantage of this opportunity. And uh, kind of like I said before the season, he's going to take somebody's minutes. We're, we're in December now. I said by December, he's going to take somebody's minutes. Uh, good luck to Willie Green on figuring out who those uh, who those minutes belong to. There's no doubt about it. Speaking of those minutes, uh, fellas, he had 31. He had the third most minutes in the game yesterday. Yeah. Zion and Trey, 37. Next up was Dyson Daniels. So that gives you an idea. And, and you know, you mentioned Herb. He landed on a foot. I think the Pels yeah. lead the NBA in landing on feet and having ankle contusions or foot contusions or things of that nature. But at, at that point in the game, you, you said it when you were referring back to Zion, something needed to be done. You're out three of your five starters. You had no B.I., no C.J., and now no Herb before Zion went, I got this. Man, look, hopefully he gets back here sooner rather than later, but my goodness, man, the amount of injuries his team has had to overcome and still being five games above 500 gives you an idea of how good this team can be, Andrew. Uh, 13 and 8 right now. And 13 and 8. They've had their intended starting lineup of CJ, Brandon, Herb, JV, and Z for 10 of those games. They have finished, I believe, when Brandon and Zion play together and both of them finish the game or able to finish the game, they are seven and three. I think it's when CJ, Brandon, and Zion are all able to finish a game, they are six and two. That means they've only done it eight times. Eight times this year. Um, Brandon, of course, had to leave the Utah game and the Memphis game with injuries. Z left the Utah game with an injury. Um, and you're still clicking. I've, you know, watched a lot of, uh, of, of Pelicans, Hornets basketball in my life. And I remember a lot of teams that if they would have had this many small injuries early on, uh, things would not be going very well. This team is 13 and eight, third in the West, five games above 500 for the first time since the end of the 2017 18 season. Things are looking up. And you are only getting healthier. I, I would think there's probably see there's probably a fifty fifty chance to play on Friday. Uh oh that's tomorrow, huh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh my days are weird. I don't I don't know where days are anymore. Uh <laughs> yeah. CJ's probably a good fifty fifty shot to play tomorrow. I think Herb probably is in there. Maybe they give him one day off, but I think, you know, they immediately said X rays are negative. Um I think everything is fine with him. I think, you know, you just it wasn't a thirty point game, maybe he comes back in the game. Um but I think, and, uh, but I think right now what you're seeing is there is depth on there's depth on this team, and that is what is uh, what is working for them, and it's it's stuff like they haven't had uh, quite some time. Andrew Lopez covers the Pelicans and the NBA for ESPN. Appreciate the time, sir. Uh, tell Joe Cardosi hi for me. Will do, sir. Looking forward for that in-depth interview. <laughs> hey, bro, they've got to be one of the deepest teams in the NBA. Oh, they really by are. Far. Underscore Andrew underscore Lopez, the way to follow him on Twitter. Uh, as we go to break here, Scott, I, I, what, what's crazy about it, too, is he just mentioned he went through the statistics and number of games that you've actually had the starting 5, 10 out of 21. Yes. We, we have not seen the potential. We haven't seen this team yet. No. We haven't seen the full but scope of this we're team. We're seeing yet. this team because every team goes through injuries yeah. every year, and You're the right. Pelicans are no. They've always had a lot of injuries. 
and they still have a lot of injuries because of that burial ground. But they've got so many players. It's just they're it, great. It, it's nuts. Chris Blair, voice of the LSE Tigers, helps preview the SEC championship <clears throat> game next Pardon. on ESPN New Orleans. Simply free. Don't those two words go together nicely? Especially when they describe the very best in daily money management. At SL Bank, our Simply Free checking account provides you the tools you need to manage your account and to make life a little easier. Want to know more about Simply Free checking? Just talk with us today at SL Bank. Member FDIC. If you've never been to a Rouse's Market during the holidays, we'd like to officially invite you. We're your fresh seafood market for your casseroles and dressings, your full-service butcher shop with Cajun specialties, your place to get your complete holiday dinner. Above all, we're a family-owned grocery store that supports our community so you can feel really good about shopping for your holiday meal without running around town to check off your list. The best stuff for the holidays is right here at Rouse's. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Was that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Uh, no, no, Jerry. It's over. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7, with supplies and solutions for every industry, and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back to Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue. Chef Scotty to my left. Gus Kattengau with you and joining us on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. Mr. Chris Blair, voice of the LSU Tigers. You know how to follow him over on Twitter at LSU Tigers Voice. Chris, how are you, sir? Good, Gus. Doing well, man. Ready for uh, another week of college football. You can't complain about that. No, no doubt about it. I know Matt Moscone has been saying it all week here as well. You never take for granted any time you get to go to Atlanta and play for the SEC championship. Chris, I know last weekend and the results that took place in College Station wasn't what people wanted. Still, though, when you look back at this season, the fact that you're in Atlanta, I don't know how many people actually envisioned that happening. It was one heck of a successful regular season, wasn't it? Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, no, nobody was. Gus, I can answer that question for you. Nobody thought LSU would be playing for an SEC title. Nobody thought they would even compete for an SEC West crown. Um, so, again, I understand it. You're victims of the moment. We're all victims of the moment. You had a lot of things out there in front of you, possibly uh, college football playoff. That was unheard of back in August as well. And all of that went down the tube, you know, with a lackluster performance against the Texas A&M team that, no surprise, put everything they had. Their playmakers made plays. They won the battle at the line of scrimmage and, you know, frankly, deserved to win that game 38-23. But, you know, that's the beauty of what you have done earlier this season. It wasn't your best game. Uh, I don't think they were as focused. I don't think they were as locked in, a little lethargic. Um, you know, receivers just couldn't get open. I mean, Texas A&M obviously took the playbook from Arkansas and rushed forward, put everybody back in coverage, but you still weren't seeing any separation one-on-one. So it just wasn't their best effort. But you get an opportunity now, which, you know, to Matt's point, been playing this game since 1992. LSU's now been there seven times. So um, it does, you don't get those opportunities often. So if there's a way to kind of recharge, refocus, get back to your center – and do what you do and what you've been doing, then I think uh, you certainly don't shouldn't need any motivation uh, against the number one team, reigning national champs, and 
an overwhelming favorite in the game on Saturday. And I'm down 17 and a half point favorites uh, going into that. Chris, health is going to be such a key when you get to games like this, and especially when it comes to LSU. I, I thought Jaden Daniels gutted it out as long as he could in that game, and so many times still being able to use his legs, even though you saw he was hobbled. What's the latest with him? Well, I think we're going to find, we found out a little bit more coming up, you know, during the press conference that's taking place today for the SEC title game. Uh, Monday, Coach Kelly talked about him being in a boot, a walking boot on Sunday, a low ankle sprain, which is much better than a high ankle sprain, uh, but still a, a reason for concern because, you know, you can use all the cliches, Gus, next man up, and that's why everybody prepares when your number's called, all that. I mean, let's face it. LSU without Jaden Daniels is a completely different animal. And that's no disrespect to, to the backup quarterbacks. They just have not been in there. They don't have the experience. They don't have the, the, the synergy with the rest of the offensive players. And I know they take reps during the week, but it's different when you're taking live fire. And, you know, that would be critical. How close to 100%? I guess we probably, none of us will really know until Saturday around 3 o'clock Central um, when they take to the field. But, I mean, it's important to have him as close to 100% as you can get. Look, he's one of the highest-rated skill players in the country. And the last two SEC games has certainly not been his best outing um, against Arkansas and, again, Texas A&M. So not only do you need Jaden Daniels uh, for that synchronicity of the offense, you need him to make plays if LSU is going to have a chance against Georgia on Saturday. Speaking with Chris Blair, voice of the LSU Tigers. You can follow him on Twitter at LSU Tigers Voice. Chef Scotty. Hey, Chris. Scotty. Um, you know, I feel like this game, we were, we were like three plays away from this being a different game, if not a much closer game. And I mean, you know, if he hands it off to Emery on that third and one, I mean, he could have taken it the distance. The referees made a couple of calls that were questionable, a touchdown and a holding call. You know, I, I just think if Daniels is, is healthy enough, because the receivers, if, if you go back and watch, the receivers were not getting open in that game. You know, Daniels, it seemed like he was holding the ball too long, holding the ball too long, but he didn't have any open receivers like he hasn't, has had in the past. So it was a different problem than we've had in the past. I mean, what do you think about that? No, that's what I said earlier. I mean, they took the playbook out of Arkansas, which is rushed forward, put everybody back in coverage. And, you know, when you combine a quarterback that, oh, you know, certainly has been criticized early in the middle part of the year for not letting the ball go. And we would go back and see where these receivers were wide open. Certainly in that three-game stretch with Florida, Ole Miss, and Alabama, you kind of thought you'd gotten over that hump. But this past Saturday, you know, again, it's easy to sit there and say Jaden Daniels held on to the ball too long, but I've gone back and I've watched the game multiple times. There weren't any open receivers. Now, the difference is, Mentally for Jaden Daniels, how does he handle that this Saturday? Because Georgia doesn't have to do what Arkansas and A&M did. They can play straight up man. They've got an incredible secondary. They've got a defensive front that more times than not is going to apply some type of pressure even if they don't get home on the quarterback. So I don't expect them to rush forward and drop everybody back in coverage. But can Jaden Daniels mentally get over the fact that, look, there's going to be pressure coming. My guys are going to be one-on-one. I'm going to trust them to make the play. I've got to get the football out. And I've got to believe that Duray will go and get it. Tayshawn will go and get it. Malik will go and get it. We saw that in that three-game stretch of success. So that, to me, is the big key for Jaden Daniels. Again, is he 100% healthy? And B, mentally, when he's not going to see six and seven defensive backs, is he going to have the ability to let the ball go now that it's one-on-one with a pretty good secondary? Yeah. Chris, obviously a lot of attention is paid to, oh, we've been paying attention to LSU's offense with Jane Daniels too, but look, Georgia's 12-0, and 8-0 in the SEC for a reason, and a lot of it too is that experience to have Stetson Bennett at quarterback, man. He's, what, 3,100 yards, 16 TDs, only six picks. Is Georgia still a team that likes to get their yards on the ground do you see him throwing it more i know one thing man every time i watch them play they got some big receivers as well so that's going to be so something to keep an eye on right how lsu's defensive backs match up against those big physical receivers well that's the problem you got i mean brock bowers i think is one of the biggest matchup nightmares in the country they're tied in 
And of the four top receivers for Stetson Bennett this year, two of them are tied in. Uh, Bowers and then that monster of a human being, Washington, the giant tied in that's like 6'7", 250 pounds. Um, and then you got McConkey, who's another sure-handed receiver that stands about 6'4", 6'5". So, I mean, he's got big targets. And again, when he's got time to sit back there, it's hard to match up on them for five seconds, much less ten seconds. Um, so I think that's the biggest, you know, matchup situation LSU is going to have to deal with because his the targets he likes to go to are difficult targets to defend. Uh, it's different if you're going against a six-one receiver and you're at six foot or six or five eleven as a defensive back. Whole other ball game when you're trying to cover uh, McConkie, uh, Bowers, and Washington. And don't forget. McIntosh is their fourth leading receiver, the running back. So Georgia's a team that when they stay on schedule, I mean, the biggest nightmare Saturday will be if Georgia's able to do what Texas A&M was able to do on Saturday, which was basically look at third and one and third and two most of the night and go 10 of 15 on third down. Um, that's, you do that against the Georgia team, and it's going to be a long, long, long afternoon because while Texas A&M put up 38 points for the first time all season, Georgia's put 38-plus up seven times this year. Um, they're a team that wants to run. They're going to run. They've got multiple running backs who can get the job done. And then they want to throw when they're in throwing situations that favor the Bulldogs. You know, second and three, second and five. That's when they can take some shots downfield. The only time I've seen them struggle against Missouri and against Kentucky this year is they were at times off schedule behind the team. And then you're really asking Stetson Bennett, who for his career – since taking over as a starter, 26-3. and three. I mean, that's a pretty good record, and he's completing 64% of his passes. But when he's got to win the game with his arm, I think that's the best bet for LSU defensively to have a chance. Chris, tell us who's on Hearing Voices this week, sir. I got Jeff Dancer, man. Statesboro, Georgia, born and bred. University of Georgia alum with political science. And if you want to know what Georgia did, who did it, when they did it, and why they did it. Jeff Dantzler's your guy. So we had him on Hearing Voices, and it's available now. It's a, it's a great conversation. Jeff's a great guy and funny guy, and uh, you can go download it now and give it a listen. Chris Blair, voice of the LSU Fighting Tigers. As always, man, appreciate the time. Safe travels, and let's have fun on Saturday. Let's do it. That's why we play the games, not on paper, on the field. Exactly right. Take care, sir. Thank you for your time, as always. Uh, at LSU Tigers Voice, the way to give Chris a follow. We'll take a quick break. We come back. The professor has showed up here. We got our owner, Truck Just Claire, as well. It's just a party over here. It's huh? a party. It's a party. They're all here to see you. It's a party. Actually, they're here to eat your food. It's really good. Everyone wants to party all the time. Party all the time. You just want to sing me? You can just sing us into the break. This is Fort Tangover on ESPN New Orleans. Huddle up, people. It's time for the Caesar Sportsbook Report. Your first bet with the Caesar Sportsbook app is on Caesars up to $1,250. Sign up using the promo code RADIOFULL and then place your first bet. If you win, that money is all yours. If not, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. Week 13 of the NFL season is here and the matchups don't get any bigger than this. The Titans travel to Philly for a showdown with the Eagles. The 49ers host the Dolphins in Santa Clara and it's an AFC Championship game rematch as the Chiefs will be looking for revenge against the Bengals and Cincy. Soccer fans, the greatest sporting event in the world continues in Qatar. The group stage wraps up on Friday while the round of 16 begins on Saturday. As always with Caesars Rewards, every bet brings you closer to redeeming the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. Open to new users in Louisiana or 21 or older, not available in prohibited parishes. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. If qualifying bet loses, bet amount returned as a credit. Must use within 14 days. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Caesars Sportsbook. We are all Caesars. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. 
As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering. Also, holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Well, let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Don't forget, coming up tomorrow night, the non-select division one semifinal game right here in ESPN New Orleans. Westgate's 10-3. Destrahan, 12-1. Free game, 6-30, 7 o'clock kickoff. Jeff Boggs will have your play-by-play. Bayer will be on the sidelines. You can also catch it via stream. Two websites for you. Well, our sister station in here at ESPN1003.com and Kane1240.com as well. Don't forget the other semifinal game. Zachary at Ruston. 11-1. Zachary's 9-2. Um, as the professor made his way back over from Boomtown, sir. What was that? Let's go Ruston. Let's go Ruston. <laughs> You from uh, there, huh? You from them, those parts? Yeah, that's North Louisiana. I grew up five minutes from Ruston. My wife is from Ruston. She oh. went to Ruston High. Wow. So well, yeah, let's go Ruston. Let's okay. go Ruston. Let's go Union. There you go. You, you got uh got anything to say to the brother Martin folks that are listening to as well? Big yeah. game tomorrow. Semi-final. Big big game tomorrow. They got a tough one though, man. Um, Karen Crows. Yeah. Real deal. And I mean, look, the Mighty Crusaders have taken it a lot further than anybody thought they would. They've gelled late in the season. Um, they made some. You know, they're, they're incredibly well coached. Uh, the defensive coordinator could coach in college. He could be a D coordinator wherever he wants. Um, Mark Boney's incredible coach, and they have really, really built this team into a playoff contender. And it's incredible to watch. Uh, if they beat Karen Crow tomorrow, now that. Now that the SEC team, I'm always talking about cars out. How they lost, I have no idea. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you know, having to run into Catholic or you know, I mean, these are these are college teams. But yeah, I'm really, really proud of what the Mighty Crusader staff has done. So, you know. it, and that's what I love about the high school football players or any playoffs like a system like this. And we'll see it next year or really soon in college, especially now that the Rose Bowl right. has right. gotten out of the way. Yeah, 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 you know, that's How do they control that much money? Are you finally on board with this? You're finally on board with us? No, I'm, no. Absolutely I'm not going to be on board. No, I'm yes, not on board. Be with on 12 board. teams? No. 12 beautiful with eight, teams. sure. Six? Nope. Yes. I need 12. 12? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> but, I, I mean, the need for a playoff was something that we had talked about for years and years and years, and the BCS was absolute crap. So I, I can this I'm with like a playoff I'm with a playoff. twelve team playoff twelve teams baby it's a little much no it's not I don't think so yes. but when you start much. talking about sixteen and twenty eight and everything else, large yep people just go to sixty four just do it like no, the college that, basketball ridiculous. playoffs I do like just 12. do sixty four go ahead and make it happen God I do like twelve they're showing an LSU natty right there hey, greatest team that. of all time. It, it's, Anybody up argues there, that's gotta be, gotta be on, uh, gotta be smoke, smoking cannolis. They did. Here we go. <laughs> if the season ended today, this is what the professor doesn't oh, want to see. God. Penn State and Clemson would be playing. Yeah, yeah Clemson is horrible. At Penn State, again, again, the highest ranked team would host in that first round. Yes, Top course. four get a bye. Right, right, so right. the regular yeah. season still matters, and it also still matters for the people that say the regular season doesn't matter, because if you win the conference, like Tulane, you're in. You have a path to at least be able to compete. Now that said, you would be at the the horseshoe. You're the Green Wave taking on Ohio State. The mighty Green Wave. They, on just, Saturday. they just lost at the horseshoe. The winner would then take on USC in the Rose Bowl. Georgia would await the winner in the Sugar Bowl of Penn State Clemson. On the other side of the bracket, Tennessee would host Kansas State. The winner would then play Michigan. At the big house, uh, I'm sorry, at the Orange Bowl. Alabama would be in taking on Utah. It would be in Tuscaloosa. 
And the winner would go to the oh, Cotton Bowl to take rematch. on TCU. That Sugar Bowl rematch. That revenge for How Alabama. How could you not like that? How could you not just, say you want to see it? Come on, man. Okay. So Come on. I'm, I'm a bit of a traditionalist when it comes to college football. So yeah. this, it's, it's a little much for me to have 12 teams immediately. I would love something more gradual. Like you have four teams now, maybe move to six teams next year, no. then eight I got teams, no time for then that. go to 12. I got no time for that. Going I was really no time for that. Prof, I was really happy with eight. Yeah. You know, I really was. I'm cool um, with eight. No. They needed to have more than four. I know that. Yeah. Like, you know, nope. from four to but, six to eight to twelve. Is but what I love about it is straight to 12. 12 <laughs> makes. Well, you have the power tw- five. And then you're going to have the group of five. That's six. You know, well, right? per, that well, makes here sense. We go. Here we go. Well, I mean, you got to reward. You got to reward the conference champs. Personally, I think the group of five should have their own championship. Why? But yes, because they cannot yes. compete with power five. I, I understand that. Which and is it why happens I keep every year. Cincinnati gets blown out at LSU and all that you know, stuff. So like, let's do that. A six-team power Who's five playoff. Come on. Be a six-team group of five. Really? You know, that's not really? a bad idea. That's just not terrib- a terrible idea. There's not enough money in it, man. There's not enough money. What I love about it is the 12-team keeps though. LSU relevant every I'll tell you year. something. I, I was talking yep. about it yesterday with – Because they're right there every year. I was, year. I was talking year. about it with the professor yesterday on the show. It's a TV show at the end of the day, right? You want to get the, the most uh, – Yeah, you want the, the money, the biggest audience and all of that, right? Yeah. Well, imagine if USC, which plays Utah, and TCU plays what, Kansas State? Yes. Right? What if TCU and USC lose? Then we have the, the nightmare thought. Chaos. Ohio State's in. Ohio but State the is nightmare in. thought of. At three, who's four? The, you know where I'm the going. The great red crimson Alabama. Alabama. The great Alabama crimson jumps right devil. Right Absolutely. Don't because be clapping one, about Alabama one, around me. One would face four. You would have Georgia Dude. Bama again. <laughs> and then you'd have Michigan, Ohio State. The last that thing is your I want to say. That would be fantastic. Oh, like, it's great. I actually called for Utah to win in the Pac-12 championship game as my upset pick on one of a little USC. while ago. Like, it's just, like I, I, USC just USC faltering at the end yeah. just seems like poetic well, to me. Well, for LSU fans, they love yeah, nothing not, more. They love nothing not, more. Ain't no way TCU. Ain't no way. You don't way think they're losing? No. You don't think they're losing? No, no way. way. What's my line here? What's my line? I, I, I don't have my sheet. I got it here. I got it. Uh, t- it's two and a half. No. It's two and a half. No. You're telling me no way. There's way more than no way. Vegas no. don't buy the Horn Frogs if they're only giving them two and a half. No. They're trying to yeah, get, they, they're trying to get action on the game, they, man. You know what? They've been giving the Horny Frogs a prop. They, they, they haven't given them any respect all year. I tell you what. All right, let's, let's do this. More confidence than Saturday in TCU or Tulane. I actually have more confidence than Tulane. I have it's confidence be, in Tulane anyway. It's going to be really, really hard, I think, Look, for UCF to come back and, you know, that, that's, that's a guys, short turnaround it's to really, try to really, beat that team again, huh? It's really, really hard to pull against TCU because every week they manage to find a way right. to win. I, yeah. I just want chaos. Yeah. I do not chaos. want Alabama anywhere near oh, this playoff. Yeah. But, <laughs> and they're right dying. There. You know, you know these suits are dying to put Alabama dying to put in. Them in. You know Nick Saban dying. is sitting there salivating oh, right now. Like the no. Emperor. Oh my oh. gosh. Wars, He's just right? sitting there waiting for the chaos just theory cackling. to happen. Oh, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if, well, uh, if, does Nick Saban cackle? I don't know. I feel like it's more of a, uh, uh, Would you uh, put it past him uh, calling, say, K-State and, um, in Utah, y'all guys need any help game planning? I got like 15 coordinators over here, you know what I mean? I got analysts. I mean, you yeah, guys want to borrow one of an analyst? special analysts. Yeah, you guys want to borrow an analyst? Their head coaches will be analysts at Alabama <laughs> next year. Exactly right. Like we- hey, what do you make of the Lane Kiffin, um, Joy a- Fresh? Apparently now, yeah, apparently now feud with you Freeze. Kind of giving him a little business saying, I'd love to talk to him, but apparently he can't tweet. Oh, apparently there's a tweeting oh, restriction for Hugh Freeze. He's not allowed as to there tweet. Should be, on, on and we all so you know don't think head why. coaches should tweet on their own. <laughs> I like on. Hugh Freeze, and honestly, his co-defensive coordinator, defensive back coach Jackie Curtis, who coached with Willie Fritz at Tulane, and he's he's brother-in-law to Bradley Del Pivato, who's the defensive coordinator at University of Texas El Paso. Very close friend of mine when he was at LSU. Like, we had a lot of fun. 
But I'm excited about Jackie potentially getting a um, a power five defensive coordinator position mm-hmm. because he's a heck of a coach. And, um, you know, I, 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 I'm excited for you for his staff going to Auburn. You know, um, it kind of halfway, you know, I've always kind of pulled for Auburn, when, especially when they play the – the, the Red Devil over in Tuscaloosa. Oh, but, you know. It, it, wait, wait, hold on. I pull for Auburn. I, I always hold pull on. against Alabama. You, you Anybody do know beats there's Alabama, a history I'm of games that, that, that have names well, between Auburn and LSU. Well, wait a minute. I and didn't the only reason the Auburn. LSU Alabama thing is a thing is because of Nick Saban. I didn't say like you Auburn. Yeah, that's what I, I like Auburn, Auburn to be relevant when they play Auburn over Alabama. Of course I did. If you Dude. ask the majority of LSU fans uh-huh. who they prefer over no Auburn question. and Alabama, they're going to no go question. Auburn you nine so? times out of ten. Absolutely. I, 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 don't know. No I don't know if that's true. Because of the hatred of Nick Saban. Well, that's it's what I'm still saying. there, Well, that's baby. what I'm saying. It's just, which is silly Listen, to me. Auburn's look. legitimately hurt you in so many ways. One game stomped on you like, I, I think, I, I, I would I say the opposite. I didn't say I liked them. <laughs> I, didn't I, I, you, I didn't say I was pulling I, for them. I heard, I heard, but I I heard you going to put the motto War Eagle here at Francesca. Right That's what I heard. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Scotty. Like, I don't know. This this guy. I'm about to take him to the woodshed. <laughs> He's a rabble rouser. He is a rabble rouser. He's a rabble rouser. Well, you should have seen what they were doing to me Saturday night. Oh, oh. Texting me during the game. <laughs> I would never do Listen, that. Listen. Yes, I'm, you I would. Am, I am hard You've done it to me. I, I am. <laughs> but, I mean, as far as they're in 4K, we're worse. I, uh-huh. I am heartbroken. Do you understand? They blew it. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and they are busting chops. Of course. And I just went. I ghosted. I went totally silent See. on them. I told him all kind of bad stuff. It doesn't surprise The only me. thing I said was 4K's not getting his shirt from me. <laughs> Gus isn't getting his Thanksgiving yep. food. Nope. Raphael's not getting Tulane nope. tickets. Never saw the cranberry dressing. No more dressing. salads for I don't have Tulane buddy. tickets to give him. Never saw the cranberry dressing. <laughs> I thought I'd bust his chops. That's what you get. Yeah. That's what I get. Yeah. Well, you know. It's mean. It's what it is, man. It, was mean. it, is, it is what it is. Is it really? It is what it is. Um, He's a Southern Miss wannabe. That, what are you talking about? What are you? Wannabe. Um, you want to be you, a winner. Did, did you touch on... The game with Cleveland and Houston. Yes. And won a bet. I, yeah. I want to play for you. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it. Deshaun Watson okay. uh, got a chance to, to find the He was supposed to talk yesterday. They canceled it. He did today. First off, I just want to say I'm excited to be back. Uh, I'm excited to be back around my teammates. I also want to thank the Browns organization, the ownership, uh, my teammates in that locker room, all the coaching staff for all the support that they had for me. Uh, especially my time away. I uh, also want to thank all my trainers, all my personal trainers outside when I was going away who uh, helped me stay in shape, you know, grind to put in the work so I'm prepared when I come back. Uh, thank also T3 Performance Trainers uh, who was out there throwing with me uh, with my time away. I uh, also want to thank all the Cleveland fans in the city of Cleveland for, you know, embracing me but also uh, helping me adapt to the community. Um, it's been awesome. It's been great, you know, being out, going to dinner and social places, being able to hang out with some, some of the fans and interact with them. Um, and I also just want to thank just everyone that's, you know, been sending out some uh, positive uh, energy towards my way. But uh, I understand that you guys have, uh, you know, a lot of questions. Um, but with my legal team and my clinical team, um, there's only football questions that I can really address at this time. And I also want to thank, uh, most importantly, Jacoby, uh, the big brother he's been to, to me and everyone in that locker room, the passion, the grit, the leadership he has shown uh, these past weeks. Everyone has seen it. I mean, he's, uh, he's the ultimate guy that everyone wants to you know, follow. So uh, he's been awesome for me. Uh, our relationship has been great. The bond has been great. Uh, and we're going to continue to grow from there and uh, you know, help win some, some more football games for the Cleveland Browns. Somebody just sent me a photo of a brand-new Cleveland Brown helmet there, Professor. I hear hear he can't go within 200 feet of a a massage therapist clinic. I I would agree. Yes. Uh, I hear that. There's some uh, contractual (laughs) obligations. Like, the real talk about this game is that uh, his accusers have a suite. Yeah, they're showing up. And they're going to be at the game. Yeah. How can – look, man, as a better, and I know that you are, 
as well, Scotty. And I know and Gus, so well you last well. night. Yeah. I, Seven point favorite, the Browns. This to me is a stay away game. I wouldn't touch this game with a 10 foot pole. I would watch it to see what Watson's going to do. But with him being, he hasn't played a game in like two years. Like we have no idea how he's going to look on the field. That's going to be rusty. Undoubtedly going to be. I'm interested how Houston performs on this. Here's my deal. I think they should be seven point favorites over Houston anyway. Yeah, they're awful. I mean, the 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 Texans are awful. The Browns, I I wouldn't touch it. I would wait until next week to see exactly what he's going to do. Matter of fact, we're going to get on that now before it goes up. Our number one is in the books. When we come back, Professor Chef Scotty, myself, will talk a little bit more about that game lesson. I want to hear from you, Bills fans, as well. Corey Glor will join us at 1.15. Eric Alexander will join us at 2.30. Love to hear from you. Ben Heisler, 1.30. The Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Let me guess. Unknown caller. You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest.